0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. Today, I want to talk to you about journaling. But before I get into all of that, I want to wish you a happy new year. It is now 2024. And if you are like just about everyone else, there is something about a new year, a new month, a new week even. Everything started on Monday this week. And it makes us want to start fresh. And one of the habits that many of us start is journaling. Or maybe we don't know exactly what to get started with, but we know we want some kind of a mindfulness practice like meditation or yoga or journaling. So today I want to talk to you about the benefits of journaling and why we do it and what it can give you and also how to get the most out of your journaling experience. So let's do this, everyone. Let's get busy doing something really good for ourselves that can really kick this year off right and help you create the life that you want. And yes, journaling is one of the ways that we do that. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today. My name is Elizabeth, and I'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward, and find love if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself, and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and thus when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried, and a stepmom to three. So we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. So let's get into this. What are the benefits of journaling and why is it that just about every coach, therapist, counselor, you name it, they recommend journaling as a way to heal and move themselves through any number of difficult stages in life, or to discover who they are, or to find their purpose, or any number of things. And I am no exception. I talk about journaling with my clients and my followers and all the people in my Facebook group all the time. And it was actually because of that, I was constantly sharing journaling prompts, you know, new moon rituals with journaling, meditation with journaling, you know, all of these different practices that I was sharing with my group around how to heal from divorce, for example, but it applies to anything in life. And there are so many beautiful benefits. And for me, one of the greatest benefits of journaling is how well you get to know yourself. And so... I created a journal, which I'm going to tell you more about, of course, but I really want to teach you a little bit more about the benefits and how to as well, of course, I always share the how to's of going on a journaling or self-discovery journey with your journal. So journaling can be for the purposes of healing, like I said, or fostering inner growth, or going on a self-discovery journey or overcoming things like grief sorrow heartache and the joy journal um really came from a desire to help women in my group um feel that they had the right tools in front of them, like a guided tool, kind of like a best friend. That's like how I like to think about it. Or almost like they have me with them. Every time they open that journal, they They hear my voice encouraging them to become aware of their intentions, of their gratitude, of the things that they want to call into their life, of the things that they need to let go of, of the steps that they're going to take to to achieve those things, for example. So it's been a really exciting journey for me to create the Joy Journal, and I'm really, really excited and um, uh, pleased, I guess, to be able to share this with you here today, um, along with all the other things you need to know to get the most out of your journaling. So really, realistically, there are only two steps to journaling. One is to buy a journal, and two is to start writing. So I'm going to get into both of those, and there might be some sub points here um, underneath. So let's get started with buying a journal. Now, I very often say to my clients, buy a really pretty one because there's just something about pulling it out. It makes you want to write in it more sometimes when it's pretty or you've, you know, picked it up at a, at a special place or maybe you weren't even looking for one, um, but you just saw this beautiful cover and you decided to buy it. You might even have I remember having a client once who had like half a dozen of them just sitting in her closet. She just picked them up when she found a really pretty one or somebody had bought them for her as gifts every now and then. And so she had all these journals that she was you know, just sitting there not using. You might have something like that. But if you don't, you might want to pick up the joy journal. And yes, I did have it made in a way that I think it's really pretty. It's happy and joyful. It's got flowers on the front, bright colors. And I wanted it to be something that when you go and look at it, it just makes you feel happy or a little bit happier right away. And yes, having a pretty journal can do that. But I will also say, if that stuff doesn't matter to you and you're just as happy writing on loose pieces of paper into a binder or a spiral notebook or one of your kids notebooks from school or whatever, it doesn't really matter. The important thing is writing or more importantly, what you write and the habit of it. So we're going to get into all of that. So the first step, like I said, is to buy a journal. When I created the Joy Journal, I did it because I wanted to provide my clients with a really good option all the times that I was recommending that they journal. Um, And it's, you know, having just a blank journal is one thing or just a notebook basically with blank pages is one thing that and I'll get to that because that has a purpose as well. But the Joy Journal is a guided journal and there are so many different guided journals out there with different focuses and different kinds of prompts. Now, most of you might have already heard of the Five Minute Journal, which was kind of one that really brought journaling kind of more mainstream and it became a very popular way to introduce journaling. And it was actually introduced to me. I was already a writer, like I'd, I've always been someone who kept a diary or a place where I write, but it wasn't organized and it wasn't as regular. So it was one of the ways that helped create a habit for me many, many years ago. And so I even the premise of that, like having that guidance and that short bit of writing every day is an amazing way to create a habit of journaling. It took me a while to decide what I wanted to have in it because, as I said, I've been journaling for many years. I've used guided journals and just notebooks, and I knew that there were certain pages I wanted in it. And I I will admit I might have spent some time overthinking this, you know, and (laughs) wondering what you would like and what would be best for all of you. But I finally decided that done was better than perfect. I wanted to get it out there for you so that you could have it for the beginning of this year. And as I say that, by the way, it is not dated. So even if you're hearing this podcast in April or July or whenever, uh, you can date it yourself. So you do not have to have it on the 1st of January. And I did that because I didn't want people to end up wasting pages. You know, you you get kind of fall off the wagon for a couple of weeks and then you have a bunch of blank pages in your journal. And I don't like that. I've had journals like that and I don't like that. So anyway, I I created a journal that is not dated. It has lots of guided um, daily pages. But more importantly, I wanted to create some additional pages that could really help you and support you and be there for you, like a best friend, to to discover, explore, um, dive into other areas of your life where you need to spend time thinking or gain clarity and things like that. So I am really proud of the product that I finally came up with, the way that this journal has turned out, The way it looks. If you happen to be um, listening to this on your podcast, you can't see it, of course. Um, I am showing it to those of you who are watching on YouTube, but I am not doing a deep dive inside this book right now. Um, There will be other ways that you can join me for that. I'll talk about that later. But I. I am very proud of this end product. Um, it is pretty, it is guided, and it has a lot of special pages in it. Um, I had been writing down what I wanted inside a journal for close to a year, probably when I finally put this together, so <laughs> you know it it actually came together rather quickly when I really committed to creating it except for the 39,000 edits and reformatting I had to do to make everything fit into margins properly. But you know, that's just part of the experience. I had so much fun doing this. Um, I wanted to make it very special for you, but also very easy to use, kind of like reaching for something that feels really safe and familiar and comfortable like a best friend who always knows exactly what you need to hear or what you need to write about or the right thing, you know, having the right thing in place for you when you need it. That's why not only are the daily pages guided with prompts, you know, to get you going, but there's like a whole page of other journaling prompts. There's a page for writing down words that inspire you so that you get inspired. There's actually at the bottom of all the daily pages, there's an inspiring quote, you know, there's some by Brene Brown and Oprah and um, Wayne Dwyer and oh, so many, I can't even remember all of them, plus, I went into my Facebook group that has 12,000 women in it, and I asked them to share their most inspiring quotes, the things that help them feel motivated and hopeful and happy and joyful. And I put as many of them as I could into the journal. So it truly is your journal and created for you with your help. So as you get into this journal, for example, whether it is the page with the words to live by or the vision board or the letter to yourself or the self-love page or the self-care page or any number of other pages, they all bring you back to you and your heart and your dreams. The very premise of this journal is your worthiness and you're deserving to have the most joyful and brilliant life that you were always meant to have. You were always intended to live in the biggest possible way. That doesn't mean loud and out there in public, but in the fullest expression of you and your heart and what you believe in. So in addition to these lovely pages and all of that that you can access in this journal, I also wanna talk to you a little bit about the real mental health benefits that exist with journaling. And so you and you've probably heard many of these, but you know, it, it's worth reminding ourselves of all of the benefits that we get from this. So for example, reducing anxiety, lowering stress, releasing painful thoughts and feelings like grief, sorrow and heartbreak, you know, getting them out of your head and onto paper is incredibly clearing. Um it might not sound like something that would really work or it might sound difficult to do, to write about hard things. But you would be surprised how good it is, how good it feels to get this kind of stuff just like out of your head and onto a piece of paper. Now, I will say, I often recommend to my clients that if they're going to write about really hard things, things that are maybe um, something they're very angry about or really hurt about or things that feel very heavy and that they want to get rid of, I often recommend that they write about that on a piece of paper. And then when they're done writing about it, you could burn it. Like take it outside and burn it or burn it in the can, but do it safely and do it outside. So you're kind of releasing this toxic, negative, painful energy away and out of your house or your space now not everyone has the opportunity to to burn something in which case you could literally just tear it up and flush it down the toilet okay and then just like say goodbye to it like there you're gone the negative energy is gone Is it that simple to get rid of something that really hurts like grief and heartache and, you know, the stuff that happens when you're going through a divorce? Well, of course not. It's it's not like that's all it takes, but it is a really important step that has huge impact. So I really recommend doing it. You might need to do it several times, but it always feels good to get negative thoughts, heavy thoughts, difficult thoughts out of your head and down onto paper or into a journal. It is also a great way to get in touch with who we are and our core values. You know, when I was coming out of my divorce, and this is true for so many women, even just coming out of um, you know, being active parents, and then their kids take off for university or next stage of life, and they're suddenly sitting there going, Well, who am I now? Right? There's these different stages in life that have us asking, well, who am I now? What am I going to do? And the journal is such an incredible place to get to know yourself. Um, it's a safe space. It is yours. It's a place to explore. It's It's a place where you can't go wrong it is also a wonderful mindfulness practice. And I know that so many of you have probably set an intention or a New Year's resolution, or just have been wanting to incorporate more mindfulness practices. Well, journaling, meditation, breath work, yoga, all of these things are really good. Connecting with nature, going for walks, reading, all of these things are great, and journaling is very much one of them. And this is just to name a few of the benefits, okay? So there you have like, what, half a dozen benefits right there. So now we've talked about buying a journal and kind of like why you buy a journal. Now, secondly, let's talk about the writing. You know, what do you write inside the journal? Honestly, the most important thing to remember with your journal is that you can write anything and whatever you want anything at all you really can't go wrong however there are things you can do that will make it more beneficial or that will be helpful in guiding you in the specific direction if you have let's say a goal of discovering who you are or healing from something or just wanting to deepen your your mindfulness and your practice of yourself and knowing of yourself and and connecting with yeah the things that matter your heart your soul your values and all of that. So there are definitely a few things that we can talk about to guide you forward. Because someone who's for example trying to start a business and grow a business might be using their journal for very different things than someone who is getting over a breakup or going through a divorce. They might need a lot of the same prompts, but they'll use them differently, or they'll just simply be writing different things. Um, another option, you know, healing from loss, for example, requires very different prompts than someone who's trying to find inner joy, or you know, someone who's trying to find themselves is going to write differently than someone who's trying to let go of something. So, it all in all, it's important to to kind of know what you want the journal to help you with. Um, so that you can find the guidance that you want. However, having said that, I did want to make sure that the Joy Journal was set up in such a way that if this is your very first time journaling, you've never done it before, you've always wanted to start, then this is a great place to start because it will guide you through. And I have written so many explanations for how to use this journal. For those of you who are new to this, those of you who are more seasoned journalers will just dive in. There's also um, an entire page or a space called the Journal Wizard, which is linked inside the journal. I'm not going to give it to you here, but for those of you who have purchased the journal, you'll have the link for it. And there you can find so many videos on how to use the different pages and how to use the daily pages. So, there's so much help inside here. All that to say that it, it is helpful when we know what we're trying to get out of the journal. And if it's just to establish a mindfulness practice, that's all you want, then you just write in the daily pages every day and you might never use the special pages or you might not use them for a while. And that's OK. Again, there are no rules. This is your journey. It is your journal. OK, that's so important to remember. Now, as we get into writing in your journal, there are there are a few things that I'd like to go through with you and that can help you. That can help any of you, whether you are new or seasoned. OK, number one is to use journaling prompts. It, you know, there are days where you'll just be looking forward to getting into your journal because you know what you want to write about. And then there's other days you'll open it up and you have no idea what to write. It's like your brain forgot how to think of things to write. I know I've had it happen to me so many times. And so then grabbing a, a journaling prompt, for example, can really, really help you. We can get really stuck um, sometimes as well writing about negative things, especially if there's something really negative happening in your life, like loss or divorce, or something that has happened that is just feeling really heavy. So we get really busy writing about negative things and unloading negative thoughts into our journal. And so we might need some help and guidance and some prompts to start turning that a little bit more positive if that's what you would like. So journaling prompts are a great way to help you. I also wanna mention that I've started an Instagram page just for this joy journal, and I will be sharing prompts on there as well. As in the Journal Wizard. Number two is to use stream of consciousness writing, and this is this is fun. Okay, that's the only way I can say that. Um, Stream of consciousness writing means just writing, like just letting basically words just kind of, I call it vomiting words on the page, but you are literally just sitting down because you have something that is just needs to come out and you're going to dump it into your journal. You're just going to start writing. Now, when you look at the pages, the daily pages, you have quite a bit of space to write, but if you really are getting going you might run out of space. And that is why I put a whole bunch of blanks or notes and extra pages in the back where you can continue your stream of consciousness writing. And for some of you, you might find that when you're having that day, you might write a little bit in your journal here in the in the daily pages, and then you might grab a notebook that just has blank pages and write in there. In fact, maybe I should put together an accompanying notebook that matches the beautiful joy journal. We'll have to think about that anyway. Stream of consciousness writing is incredibly beneficial when you need to do that. You know, there are days I barely can get two sentences into my journal and then there are days where I write five pages without even pausing. It just flows out of me. I love both days and everything is okay. So um, allow yourself to write beyond your daily pages if that's what you feel called to do before I move on, there's one thing I want to mention about this, and that's um, you might choose not to reread your journal. I never read through my stream of consciousness writing because I don't want to start editing myself or berating myself in some way or coming down on myself for things that I've written. When you're writing stream of consciousness writing, don't think about spelling. Don't think about what your handwriting looks like. Don't think about sentence structure. Just write. Just allow it all to come out. If you want to reread it, you can, but not if you're going to beat yourself up about it, then stop, okay? So I know some people like to reread their stuff, but most people that I know who write like that, we don't read our stuff. It's just, it doesn't feel important. Once you've unloaded all that and gotten it out of your head and onto paper, it's such an incredible relief and such a it just almost feels euphoric to to get it out and there on paper. And and then you're just ready to kind of say thank you to the journal and close it and uh, get on with your day. So it's whatever works for you. So number three, when it comes to uh, writing in your journal is to make sure to focus on positive things, um, at least every so often. So I mentioned this a little bit in number one, but I would like to bring it back up again, the importance of using the journal to turn experiences, negative experiences, to guide you sort of forward towards the positive. Ultimately in life, as we go through difficult things, and we all do sometimes, and this happens for any number of reasons, and as we use our journal to share our difficult feelings and to to kind of talk ourselves through our grief and our pain, it is still so important to also move forward. We can't get stuck in the in the past, and just as we can't just keep talking about our pain and the past and the, and the difficult memories all the time, we also if we keep writing about them all the time, they stay very alive in us. It is important to find ways to turn your journal forward to start changing the the way that you're writing about things so that you can so that it can allow you to move forward, so it truly becomes a tool that helps you through your grief, through your loss, through the divorce and the difficult feelings and the anger and the, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling. These these emotions that you're feeling are strong and they're huge and they're valid and they need to be worked through. And the journal is a beautiful place to do that. But at some point we need to turn it to the positive. And a great way to do that is to, again, use journaling prompts. But another thing that I like to remind my clients to do is to think about how would you like to feel? Where would you like to be in life? And to write about that every now and then. You know, it's it's writing about it as though it has already happened. That's really the key to start to change the feeling inside us. So when we feel like we're like yet again writing about old pain, old grief, maybe then the next time you get into your journal, you say to yourself, okay, where do I want to be? How do I want to feel? And then start writing about that in the present tense, as though you're already experiencing it. So one of the the prompts that I so often give to my clients to help them with that is, I am so happy and grateful now that whatever, you know, whatever it is, now that I feel um, so much better and alive and i'm I'm feeling good about life again or positive and i'm I'm spending time with friends you can you can write whatever you want, but you write about what you would like to be experiencing and what you would like to be feeling as though it's happening now, even though it might not be happening quite yet and the reason you do that is because when we when we put ourselves into the vibration or the energy of that positive future place, we start to see opportunities. As you're journaling, for example, you might, as you write about something you'd like to be experiencing or feeling, you might suddenly realize, oh, I have an idea, or I know somebody I could call, or I think I'm going to do this positive thing today that I wouldn't have thought about if I was still writing about my pain. Do you see where I'm going with this? So it's a really important exercise as well as you are journaling, if you need help with this, by the way, you know, get in touch with me um, through my Instagram page or any number of other ways that you can reach me. And there's going to be lots of information about all of that down below. So let's turn things forward. And another example could be to write something like, now that I have released the pain, or I have let go of this thing that's causing pain, I'm feeling so much better in this way, and then write about that way. So I wanna move on to the last tip. It's probably or possibly the most important one, really. Maybe I should have put it in the beginning, but here it is. Um, I guess I should say that these things are not listed in importance, in order of importance the most important thing possibly is setting aside time to do this, right? It makes sense. If we don't set aside time to do this regularly, it does not become a practice. There's a reason we call these mindfulness practices, daily practices, because we have to practice the art of sitting down to journal every day or to meditate every day or practice yoga every day. So I want you to set aside 10 minutes to journal or maybe only five, if that's all you can manage in the beginning, every single day. Pick a time of day where no one will interrupt you. For most people, that's the morning. You're not too tired. No one else maybe is up yet. Like I just suggest setting your alarm 10 minutes earlier and getting up, grab your journal, go sit down, glass of water, cup of tea, cup of coffee, whatever, and start writing. And then you can get on with your day. I have set up the joy journal or the daily pages in it that you could truly get through them in five minutes. Um, Ten minutes is better. You can get more and more out of them. But that's all you need to do your daily journaling. And then you can dive into the other pages if you have more time or on the weekend or in the evenings or whenever you feel called to do that. So starting a daily practice, whether it's journaling or meditation or both, you um, has a lot of benefits other than the fact that you just end up writing a new journal. When we make a decision to do something like that every day, you know, I'm going to journal for five minutes every morning, or I'm going to meditate for five minutes every day. When we make a commitment like that to ourselves, and we keep it, we start to build that self-trust in ourselves, we start to build confidence and belief in ourselves. Because, every single day you are getting up and doing something just for you. And so you've been successful right off the bat. That's why people say things like make your bed every day because it's something positive that you're doing every single day. And if you can commit to making your bed every day and you commit to journaling every day and you commit to meditating every day, well, look at you, you have the trifecta of success starting off. And maybe it's not even seven o'clock in the morning, right? So one of the benefits or one of the huge benefits of doing something like this is building self-trust. Another one, of course, is building a mindfulness practice. So mindfulness practices are about becoming mindful of who you are, of the present moment of your life, of things that are happening, things that you need to be aware of or whatever it may be. So it's, it's, it's just sitting down and enjoying life and slowing things down a little bit, right? Now, another another benefit to committing to a practice like this is clearing away trouble thoughts, you know, or troubling thoughts. Things like, you know, maybe you woke up in the morning and you're thinking about something. It's like, no, I want to get rid of that and I want to get on with my day. So there could be something like that as well. Um, and then, of course, it's using your journal and this time to create the life that you want and deserve, like to start dreaming and writing about your dream and formulating the dream and discovering the steps towards your dream and taking those steps and celebrating those steps. All of that happens in your joy journal. Um other benefits to this daily practice is, you know, gaining more clarity, um, feeling more focused when it comes to, you know, your day and the things that you want for yourself. It helps you discover and pursue a purpose. Um, you might even discover that you're a writer. That maybe you end up writing a book. You wouldn't be the first, let me tell you. So I have talked a lot about the benefits of journaling, how to do it. Um, and I hope that this has been helpful for you if you're just starting out in a journaling, journaling practice or if you're returning to one that you maybe haven't in a long time, or if you've gotten tired of journaling, like you just didn't feel it was working for you anymore. I hope that you've found some new ideas that can bring this practice back in in a positive way for you. I truly love spending time in my journal in the morning. I love making myself a cup of coffee and sitting down in like my favorite chair. I just bought a new lamp to have in that corner so I could see my journal better. In the winter when it's dark, I often light a candle. Um, I have some crystals with me and I just sit and journal. I might play some music that I really like, like some just really soft meditation music or piano music or something that I really like and I really make it a moment and whether that is 10 minutes or an hour it is it is my special time In fact, when I first really started getting back into journaling, which is now probably about four years ago, I used to get up at six in the morning to do that. And I used to do it for 10, 15 minutes. And then I would listen to this coach um, for about 45 minutes and I get on with my day. I now get up at 530 in the morning so that I can have as much time as I want or need to meditate and journal every single day. You choose your practices. You choose your time. You do not have to do it as long as I do. But give yourself 10 minutes. Commit to 10 minutes for you. It's self-care. It's self-love. It will help you grow and heal and move forward in life and reach for your dreams and anything else that you may want. And I want that for you. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I am really looking forward to what is in store here for 2024. I have so many fun episodes planned for you. Um, We're gonna spend a lot of time together. And until then, or until next time rather, I will put all the information about this journal down below so that you can follow me on the Instagram page. You can purchase the journal through Amazon and get it shipped right to your house. I would love love to hear what you think of it. I would also love what to hear what you think of these episodes and this podcast, you know, leave me a review, share with a friend who might need to listen to this. And I guess until next time, have the most beautiful day. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the journal maybe. Okay, have a good one.